Welcome to the Death Star, the New York Yankees podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm here with Dave and Matt, and we're here to talk about our favorite team, the Yankees. Hell yeah, Mark. It's going to be exciting talking about the game today. Um, my name is Dave, and I'm going to be talking about a bunch of stuff that's going on, but let me uh, introduce Matt. Matt, he is coming from uh, um, to us from Oklahoma City. How are you doing today, Matt? Doing great. It's beautiful outside. Took a walk earlier, so times are good. Hell yeah, man. Well, we are excited that you guys are here to listen to us. We're going to be talking about in this episode our pitching staff, especially what we see our opening st- um, pitching staff will look like for the opening day rotation. Also, we're going to talk about the game that just finished up against the New York Yankees and the Philadelphia Phillies. We're also going to talk about the game tomorrow, which will be uh, Detroit, which will be 105 Eastern. So that will be the last spring training game. And which leads into the last thing that we're going to be discussing is we're going to be discussing the 2021 Yankees and the future of this season. So we're excited to share these things with you. Yeah, once again, my name is Mark and we're here with Matt and Dave. Dave is out in Hawaii. Um, I think he really wanted us to bring that up. That's why he brought up with Matt being in Oklahoma City. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us for the Death Star. Let's get right into it. All right. So as we're looking at the starting rotation uh, for the um, opening day season, uh, Matt, Mark and I, we've been discussing about uh, the different possibilities of each of the uh, starting guys and where they belong. Um, I think it's quite clear as we're talking to Matt that we have figured out who our opening day starter is, which it should not be surprised to any Yankee fan, is Garrett Cole will be our opening day starter. Matt, what did you see after that? Um, It looks like if uh, the reports are to be believed, I'm not sure if it's an official announcement or just kind of uh, accepted that the number two starter is going to be Kluber. And number three is going to be Domingo Homeron, which is a little bit interesting. I kind of thought maybe even if he was, they felt like he was the third um, best starting pitcher, they might leave him at four or five just because he's missed time and he's probably still in the doghouse. So that's a little interesting. I, I was surprised to see that. But well, speaking of missing time in pitchers, is there? Uh, what do you think uh, number four will be on this um, list for starting pitchers? Um, I think, and I hope that it's going to be Jordan Montgomery, who we love. It's uh, been difficult watching him struggle with injuries, but when he's right, he's really fun to watch and he's really effective. Yeah, man, I absolutely love Gummy. It, would, it made me sick when he went down with injury. I really hated seeing something like that, especially to a young arm. Uh, But I'm glad he's back, and I'm glad he's back with this Yankee team. And I am excited about the last pitcher we're going to talk about here. And this is somebody that we've watched, especially being Yankees fans for quite a while now. And he's somebody that having an anchor like him, um, you know, rounding out our starting rotation, to me is exciting. So, Matt, who do we got for um, rounding out that starting rotation? We're thinking and also hoping it's going to be Jonathan Loisega. He's gotten some starts over the past couple seasons, hasn't gotten consistent time. He's been an injury replacement. Um, But if he can start the season in the rotation as a regular starter, not just because of injury, um, unless you count Severino, which I suppose you'd have to. But I'm still happy to see him get the shot. And there's always people going down. So basically the top 
seven or eight pitchers are are kind of like starting pitchers. You want to have at least that many guys who are you who you're okay with being a starter on any given day. Nice, good. And I think that's what we've got. Absolutely. And it's it's exciting looking at this. We have a great mix of veterans and young arms. I feel like um, especially coming out of the bullpen, we will be talking about the bullpen and the infield, the outfield, and our starting rotation. Um, and the next two episodes, we'll be discussing exactly where we believe everybody will fall, um, fall in. Um, obviously, this is not stuff that uh, um, is very difficult for anybody to look at. But to me, it always takes time to read a lot of um, different things that we're going to be bringing up. So we're trying to simplify it for our listeners so that you guys can understand exactly what's happening on a daily um, daily basis with the New York Yankees. We want to make sure that we talk about the games. We want to make sure we bring up the games that happened uh, yesterday and the day before. And also, what's who's going to be playing in the f- um, future games. So we'll be making sure that we keep a very close eye on on that injury, um, injury report and all the other things that happens inside of the Yankee organization. So um, as we're going through this, uh, we are excited to be able to bring you this podcast. This is something that Mark, Matt, and I have at- talked about for a very long time. And the fact is, is that uh, 2021 seemed like the perfect time for us to start this. So here we go. We're going to talk about the game today, uh, the New York Yankees versus uh, uh, Phillies. This is something that is exciting because this is the second to last spring training game, which means opening day is coming really fucking fast. So hold on. We're here to go. Let's talk about the top of the first. Uh, Wheeler was pitching for the Philadelphia um, Phillies. Uh, you know, obviously he's a very great, pit, um, good pitcher. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of him, especially. Oh, you had it right the first time. He's great. Yeah. And, and here's the thing about it. We've seen a lot of him, especially pitching for the Mets. We saw a lot of him being able to uh, do the things that he did. LeMahieu grounded out to second. Torres was walked. Hicks struck out. Struck out. Zach Wheeler um, pitches to Bruce. So, and Jay Bruce got struck out looking. That's right. Um, Glaber had a nice at bat. Took the, took the walk. I think he... Put it to a full count. Uh, I think that was eight pitches. Um, gets the walk. Gets on base, which is great. Um, but then uh, the try to catch stealing. I you kind of like him doing that in a, especially in a spring training game. Um, there's something interesting I didn't realize, but it makes sense. They don't have the instant replay during the preseason, so. During the regular uh, MLB game, they'd be able to challenge that if they want to because it didn't look like he actually got him. Uh, it was a pretty good throw because it wasn't an easy pitch to catch and throw, and it wasn't an easy uh, throw to grab by the second baseman. So they did a nice job, but it looked like he just hit the dirt. So, But we can challenge those in the future. All right, and the Phillies, uh, starting off the bottom of the first, uh, Corey Kluber was pitching for us. Matt, do you want to go through what happened in the bottom of the first? Uh, yeah, McCutcheon came up. I still like him, the former Yankee as far as I'm concerned. Um, no matter how short of a time you're here for, uh, he got a single uh, on the first pitch he saw. Um, Reese Hoskins flied out. Harper strikes out. Nice. Alec Bohm walks. Um, that was a decent... It went to a, went to a full count before he walked. Um, so it was a battle with him and Kluber. Um, and then Gregorius grounded out to uh, Glaber. 
to end it. So no damage. Nice. And Corey did a really good job at making sure uh, to stay on top of uh, these guys. I, I'm excited about Kluber. I feel like he can be uh, definitely a big uh, pickup from the offseason. I'm excited that he is a Yankee this year. I think he's going to benefit uh, from, Matt, uh, from Blake, uh, from the coaching staff, and I think it'll be fun to watch. And since uh, we were caught stealing, Bruce ended up coming up and having a second chance to um, bat against Wheeler, which is really great to see. And what, what happened with that bat? Let's go ahead and tell me what happened in the um, top of the second inning. Well, for a, for a player to register having an at-bat, there has to be an at-bat result, which is you hit it and they catch it, or, um, or you strike out looking, strike out swinging, whatever. It has to be one of the, It has to be a walk or put it in play and you're out or... Um, or he struck out. So that was none of those things because the final out came on a base runner. So what they do is they let him, they let Bruce come back up in the start of the next inning with a clean, um, with a clean count, and he gets to start over basically, because it still counts as a person at bat, and it's kind of the same result for the previous one. So it's a little weird, but it doesn't actually affect the statistics too much because. It's still a new inning as far as the pitcher. I mean, uh, Jay Bruce benefits, obviously, because he gets to see more pitches all at the same time. But Yes, and, and ultimately, Bruce got to see nine pitches against Wheeler. And again, that benefits the batter. It's something that we like to see. It's something as a Yankee. Um, it's unfortunate when you get caught stealing. But when you have a pitch or a batter like Bruce, he's going to capitalize on it. The more pitches that this uh, this guy is able to get, the more hits he's going to get. He's playing first base this year. He's usually playing left field. This will be something that will be interesting, but he has said and made it clear that he's been playing first base since he's been 14 years old. I don't think there's going to be much learning curve for him. I'm excited about the way that he's obviously swinging the bat. Uh, this will be definitely good. Um, the second um, batter we came came up was Frazier. Frazier grounded out on the third pitch, um, and it was interesting I, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Frazier. I'm sure we have some news about that in a little bit. Um, but that was interesting there. And then Sanchez, I felt like Sanchez has kind of uh, struggled a little bit here recently. But that's okay because Sanchez does this from time to time. Sanchez saw six pitches before he uh, got caught out or caught um, strike, uh, strike three on the sixth pitch. And that is okay. Sanchez is going to find his swing. I have faith in him. Um, step up Talkman, and we all know Talkman loves to stretch out the innings. He is somebody that we all get excited about because he's always battling in the batter's box. He does not let pitches get by him very often. He is incredibly hard to strike out. He got struck out, but he got struck out after eight pitches. He made Wheeler work for that strikeout, and that is something that we are okay with. We love Talkman. We love how he battles inside the batter's box, and he's somebody that all three of us, Matt, Mark, and I, get excited about. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, all right. In the bottom of the second, Kluber, back on the mound, starts off with a walk, but gets the next two guys out, strike, uh, strikes them out swinging, only threw one ball to each of them. So those are two great uh, pitching at-bats. Uh, and then Knapp flied out, and... Uh, Segura was left stranded on base. No damage again. So, 
Nice. All good. All good through two for Kluber. Yeah, and Kluber continues to show that he's ready. Um, you know, we'll talk about that in a little bit as time goes on. Um, all right, so we've got in the top of the third, we have Wells struck out looking on the fifth pitch. Um, Wade grounded out on the fourth pitch, and uh, DJ grounded out on the second pitch. So uh, two of our guys got deep into the uh, counts, but that's okay. Uh, no, that's great. I mean, but one didn't. I'm okay with that. We're going to get to the pitchers. This is what we do as Yankees. We make things difficult. That's right. Uh, this uh, this inning was ex- a little bit exciting because we got to see Austin Wells make his first career at bat. Um, he was taken. Uh, he was taken last year in last year's draft um, out of Nevada or uh, Las Vegas UNLV or somewhere around there. I think he went to high school in Nevada. He was actually drafted out of high school two years ago by the Yankees. So they've really been high on this guy for a long time, which is cool. Um, They drafted him. He decided uh, to go ahead and go to college. He had a scholarship. So he spent two years in college, and he ended up moving up a lot in the on the draft board so they had to uh, they used first round their first round pick on him last year so he's a catcher he may or may not stick as a catcher but the uh the yankees are really excited about his swing he's got a lot of power and if you can stay a catcher and keep that power that's pretty valuable so i agree man i am excited uh, about wells i feel like he is a special guy no doubt all right so let's talk about the bottom of the third um, bottom of the third, we had uh, Kluber was pitching for the Yankees. Uh, McCutcheon struck out, which is great to see Kluber be able to do. Hoskins uh, reached on an infield single to third. Harper walked. Hoskins to second. Boham singled to shallow left. Harper to second. Hoskins to third. Uh, Gaglorious, D.D. Gaglorious was hit by a pitch from Kluber. I'm sure some Yankees fans are excited about that. I, You know, if you're like Matt... Uh, you're not excited. You're always a DD fan. You love what he did for the city and this uh, on the state. So uh, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of other different opinions out there. Um, then we uh, they hit a sacrifice uh, fly to left, and Harper scored. That's giving them two points right there. Uh, Miller walked by uh, walked Gregorius to second, uh, Boham to third, and then um, Herrera grounded out to second. You have anything to say about that? third inning bottom of the third um it was pretty rough he had a lot of or Kluber had a lot of control issues um another rule change they've made recently is you're only allowed I think six mound visits in a game and they used four in this inning so they wanted to calm him down but it seemed like they trusted him they let him keep going and he's he got out of the inning with minimal damage so i i kind of like to see it yeah and um i chris Krisky pitching for the new york came in at the top of the uh or i'm sorry the bottom of the third with two outs um chris came in to finish it off for the yankees and then uh, uh, vasquez was pitching for philly because he came in for wheeler so now you have the top of the fourth vasquez pitching for philly torres struck out looking hicks flied out to right Bruce grounded out to second. Uh, This is just interesting. You have one, two, three pitches for Torres, uh, one, two, three, four uh, for uh, Hicks, 
and you had three pitches for Bruce. So Vasquez did his job and uh, made quick, quick work of the New York Yankees in this inning. Yeah, it's like more of the same. I thought it was supposed to get easier when Wheeler went out. All right. So um, we have Knapp lined out to center. McCutcheon struck out looking. And then we have a pitching change, Nelson, for New York. Uh, Nelson, to me, is one of those guys. I love the movement on his pitches. I get really incredibly excited about this guy. Only 25 years old for a pitcher that's still young. I get excited about his movement. I feel like there's, you know, he picks a place on the plate and that ball just, I mean, it's 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 amazing to see. I get excited about the way that he's able to pitch. He got uh, Hoskins to swing out. So we got a strikeout right there. And now we're going to the top of the fifth. So, Matt, you want anything to add about uh, the pitching? Uh, no. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about the top of the fifth. Fifth. Vasquez was still pitching for the Philly. Frazier reached on an infield single to shortstop. Um, that was a nice, nice hit. For, I like it when he jumps on the first pitch he sees too. Yeah, and and again, we love it. We love it when um, Frazier is incredibly, incredibly um, um, aggressive on the mount or on the on the batter's uh, plate. So then let's go ahead and talk about the next guy that was up. Sanchez. Sanchez struck out swinging. He did this on six pitches. So this is something that's going to always, we're going to have to keep an eye on. I, you know, I have a lot of faith in Sanchez. I know the type of batter he can be. And that's why the Yankees brass wanted to keep him. They want to give him a chance. They had a chance to go after a very good catcher this off season, but they kept Sanchez and they're doing it for a reason. And I get excited about him. I know he can pull it together and I am excited. I try to find the positives. I like the first at bat he had. He, they caught him. He was. Uh, he saw something. He thought he might be able to to hit. He got a little too eager and chased it way high. Um, on this at bat, same count by the numbers, but um, the only pitch he took the three balls that he saw. Um, I don't know about three and four whether they were swinging or looking, but he took a couple of strikes and then the. He went down swinging, but it wasn't that far down below the plate. So it, it's a better at bat than his first one, I think, at least. But yeah, he, he there's a lot of room for improvement so far. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then we were able to see um, what's going on with DJ, and DJ was able to uh, get a uh, pitch in pretty much the dead center of the plate. Uh, he took advantage of that and got a sacrifice fly, which was able to score Frazier. Uh, again, Frazier is so fast. This guy, he really excites me. I, a lot of people get, were really hard on him last year and I understand why, but man, Frazier is one of those guys that if he can get things together, like I know he can, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun to watch. Then we had Wells single to right, Wade single to center and Wells to second. LeMayhew flied out to center. So again, yeah, Clint, Clint was on first and then Lamar comes in, uh, Clint made it to first, but then uh, went when he went to steal second, there was a throwing error. So he made it all the way over to third in scoring position, which enabled Lamar to come in and hit, hit a sack fly to bring in Frazier. Uh, but then no one's left on base, so then Austin Wells singled. Cool. He didn't get a hit his first at bat, but that's his first uh, major league hit. That's awesome. And then uh, Tyler Wade singles. So then there's the two of them on base. 
LeMayhew has his third out uh, of the game. Doesn't capitalize on the guys, but we scored one run in that inning. So thank you, Matt Lamar. I, you know, for whatever reason, I looked at his name and I automatically assumed it said Lemayhu. So good looking out there. I appreciate you um, helping me out figure that one out. No doubt. <laughs> All right. No doubt. So a uh, bottom of the fifth, we saw Nelson come back out on the mound. Uh, Harper grounded out to shortstop. Uh, that is a great job by Nelson because he was able to do that on three pitches. Uh, and then you have uh, Boham doubled to deep right, um, and Gregorius grounded out to second, um, Matten to third, and then we had uh, Sergio line out to third. So the Yankees were able to get out of that inning with no more damage done. The score was 1-2 to two, um, Philadelphia Phillies going into the top of the sixth. Yeah, they. Uh, this is when the in the preseason games most of the – mass substitutions have come after your starters have gotten uh, two and then three at bats or around there. So there's a whole wave of replacements. Uh, Glaber was the first one up in this inning. He struck out swinging. Uh, only saw three pitches. I like to, uh, they were all, they were all really good pitches though. Um, so they all should have been swung at. He just, he couldn't get a hold of any of them. So, and then, uh, Hicks grounded out. Bruce had good. Uh, he didn't swing at anything. Four of them were walks, and he only had one strike, so that's good. And then uh, Frazier grounded out. So then, uh, then we made our own defensive replacements for Lemayhu, Hicks, uh, and uh, Chapman comes in to replace Nelson to to uh, pitch in the bottom of the sixth. Which is maybe I don't know if it's related to his last outing a couple days ago where he got just like hammered like crazy, um, so they might want to ease him back into the closer position. We'll no see. doubt, and I I hope they utilize him late in innings because he again he's somebody that just takes a lot of effort to pay attention to where the ball's going, uh, creates a lot of issue especially at end of games for for guys that are having trouble focusing. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, one thing I want to put, point out there is Hicks got up there to bat, um, and he got to see seven pitches. Uh, he grounded out uh, towards the first baseline. Uh, you know, here's the thing about it. He saw a changeup. You know he's going to be upset about not getting all of this. It's just part of the game. He's not going to miss it again. I love seeing Hicks back out there. Uh, this guy is the uh, backbone to our team, and I am excited that he is going to be out there with us a lot. Then we were able to move LeMahieu to first. Um, Malone uh, to center field and Estrada to third base. So that was something that was great to see. Chapman came out to pitch for the Yankees uh, in the bottom of the six. Uh, he got uh, a total of uh, 11 pitches um, before the inning was over. He got uh, one, two, three strikeout swing. I'm um, swinging on Miller. Herrera uh, flied out on five pitches, and then he got. Uh, nap to ground out on the third pitch. So that was a really good job by um, Chapman to be able to get in there and get one, two, three really quickly to try to keep these guys in the game. And it was still t- or was still down. Yankees were down one to two. All right. So in the top of the seventh, Gary Sanchez opened the inning, um, had another strikeout, which is hard to see. Um, he didn't swing at any balls outside the uh, zone it'd just be nice if he would start hitting them so hopefully i think he can get it going 
I think they're. I mean, he's worth he's worth giving a lot of leash to. So I think he'll pull it pull it out. Uh, Ryan Lamar singles and uh, Josh Burrow strikes out swinging. And Lamar was caught stealing on the same play. So kind of a weird double play, but that happens. Uh, and then that's the end of the that's the end of the uh, the top. All right, and and it's again we don't like to necessarily see uh, guys get caught out um, um, at the end of innings like that, but this is okay because we love the aggression, especially when the young guys get a chance to play and show that they can run on the bases. This is not something we get upset with. We encourage it, just like the Yankees um, staff does. Uh, and these are games that don't matter. You're just proving that you have talent, essentially. All right, so we got the yep. bottom of the seventh. I like, yeah, I like seeing that. Like exactly, seeing that. exactly. It's fun stuff to see. All right, so we have uh, Quinn uh, struck out swinging. Uh, he was able. Oh, I'm sorry, Sessa came in pitching for the Yankees, and Quinn struck out swinging on seven pitches. Uh, Duran uh, single to left, um, and then there was able to get into grounder into fielder's choice to third. Uh, Durant uh, Durant. Duran to second, um, and then this is when everything started going to shit for the Yankees. Uh, Matten doubled to deep to center, um, and then you got one scored there. Uh, Garcia doubled to deep right, um, one scored there. Um, Stout reached on an infield single and sh- um, to shortstop. Garcia scored, so now the score is one to five. And then finally, um, Miller stepped up to the plate and he struck out. Um, and Sessa was able to get out of the inning, but not before he gave up three big runs to the Phillies, and that was enough for the Yankees not to be able to recover. As we went into the top of the eighth, what went down in the top of the eighth, Matt? Well, I appreciate Brad Miller's efforts to give us a chance, but uh, it was for naught because uh, while Wade got on base, next three guys all struck out. Uh, one was called out, and I mean these are not names that most people know. Hoy June Park was called out. Armando Alvarez struck out, and Thomas Malone strikes out. So I'm not familiar with those people, and most people probably aren't, and we might not hear from them again since the regular season is about to start. But you never know. Yeah, and I, we liked Alvarez. We we've seen Alvarez play in the AAA and AA. Matt and I have, and Mark. So we're definitely very big big on him um, and the possibility that he could be a young player. But all the Yankee staff is trying to do right now is get these young guys um, opportunities at the plate. So this is okay with us. He had an opportunity with a guy on third to do something. Nothing happened. But, you know, again, this is not a, a knock on these guys. These guys are going out there and working hard. And then we got to the bottom of the eighth. Uh, Medina stepped up and pitching for the Yankees. Uh, he was able to get uh, a ground out to second right away. Um, Rojas uh, grounded out to the pitcher and Quinn walked uh, then Quinn stole second place uh, base and then Duran singled to left Quinn scored and then Duran got caught out stretch trying to stretch out to second so that was a good job by our outfield to make sure that he was not able to do that um, but the reality is is that they were able to still get a run and the score was one to six going into the top of the ninth right and now we're actually in nine inning games. We had one last chance. And Estrada was like, hell yeah. I want to take it. He crushed one to left center. Um, which cut the lead. 
but ultimately uh, that didn't matter either. Florial uh, flied out, Max McDowell and Ryan Lamar each struck out. So that was it, um, but we saw some things that we liked. Um, I'm not aware of any injuries, so as far as a preseason game, it was definitely a win. Yeah, and McDowell, I have to throw this here, is that he did a great job at the plate um, on batting. He took it to uh, eight pitches before he struck out, and obviously the the pitching staff had um, an idea of how to pitch to McDowell because the last three pitches were all sinkers. So obviously they recognized something, and they just went at that. Uh, you know, he saw a total of, uh, you know, six of his eight pitches that he saw were all sinkers. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what they saw there. Maybe it's just the pitcher that that's his, one of his only pitches. I don't know. I was just excited to be able to see these guys play again. We're talking about one more game until the NBA or NBA MLB season. This is something exciting. Mark, did you see anything in the game or anything that popped out on the stat sheet to you? All right. All right. So let's go ahead and bring up the very last game of spring training. We lost this game six to two. Again, not a big deal. These are spring training games. We're not going to sit here and we're not going to get upset and throw a fit that we lost a game like this. So pulling up all the things that we need to know for tomorrow. uh, We have a game at 105 Eastern for the New York Yankees. The last game of spring training. It is upon us. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about the full injury report in a minute. Uh, but Matt, who is pitching for us tomorrow? Tomorrow we got Domingo Herman. So he's going to be, let's see, tomorrow's Monday, opening days, Thursday, it's Friday. All right, we have, I think Friday's an off day, so Saturday's Sunday. So yeah, he gets uh, one extra day's rest. He'll pitch tomorrow and then on Sunday. And uh, I I was trying to pull up. I didn't get. I didn't finish looking it up. I, do you know if he's pitched in the preseason so far? Because he has a zero ERA. He might have made one or two starts without allowing any, but I don't remember. I yeah. If they he did, I didn't watch him. So yeah, I don't remember. Let's just either. say he has a perfect ERA and he's made ten starts. All right, I'm down with that. <laughs> okay. Well, I um we have so tomorrow we have against. Uh, Detroit, we have Gamarn, Gamarn pitching, and who else do we have anything else that, that's at all available for the starting lineup or anything like that? Um, I don't know, although um, we know Cole's not available and uh, <laughs> and Kluver's not and Kluver. available. There Other we go. than that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. Definitely. Probably not any of the starters yep. besides Herman, and- uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and most likely anybody listening to this will be hearing this many days after the game. So that is okay. We're just letting you guys know what's going on. All right, so let's go through the injury re- report real quickly um, for the next uh, coming up here. We have day-to-day Mike Talkman, uh, 60-day um, IL is Clark Schmidt. You know That's something that Matt will tell you about in a second. Uh, Justin Wilson, day-to-day. Luke Voigt, day-to-day. I don't know if that's true day to day or if it just has not been updated, I feel like he's, he's out for a little bit more time than day to day. So we'll see what that happens. Yeah. Matt, Matt Warren. I thought he, I thought that uh Voight was on the, the 60 DA now. I thought I saw that, but, and I also saw something that he might be able to come back in 
um, May. Yeah. So I'm I'm I mean I'm hoping I'm hoping he comes back sooner than May. Uh, we love Luke Voigt. We love what he means to this team. Ever since he came over to the Cardinals, he's made a massive impact inside of our locker room. So it's something that we're definitely going to keep a very uh, close eye on. Adam Warren uh, is day to day right now. He's a relief pitcher. Um, Asher Woj, he is day to day right now. Um, he is a starting pitcher. Uh, I don't know if that means that he's probably going to be um, um, put down into the minor league system, probably starting off the year. I have no idea. So uh, Miguel Andujar is going to be day to day. Andujar's hand um, is kind of um, still messing up a little bit, I guess. Zach Britton, day to day. I hope his bone chip has been able to be healed and the surgery that he had the offseason. I hope he's ready to go. We need Zach Britton this year. And then um, Louis. Yeah, Luis Severiano, uh, he is on the 60-day IL. Obviously, this is something that we're going to have to keep a very close eye on. I don't think he's going to be back anytime soon. I could be wrong on that. We'll find out for sure. Is there any other um, injuries that happened today that you guys want to talk about? No, thank goodness. I didn't see anything. All right. So that is good because then we're starting to get guys back. Uh, A lot of day-to-day. This is good. This means that we have a lot of guys that are resting. Um... To me, i rather see day-to-day than anything else. I, uh, You know, and here's the thing. In the next couple of ep- episodes, we're going to be able to break down our outfield and our infield, our bullpen and our starting pitchers. We're going to get in depth of what they've done in their seasons and, their, um, and especially what is expected out of them this year. Um, Matt and I are really excited about this. Mark is as well. We're going to get into exactly what we're expecting out of our starters. Uh, obviously, Cole is our work workhorse, so I expect a lot out of Cole this year, um, just like the rest of us do. Um, I'm excited to see how he's able to pitch under pressure, but I am really, really pumped up about our young guys in the rotation. Uh, you really, really three through five, and there's always a possibility that Cashman and Boone and Matt Blake decide to try to stretch out our starting pitchers, uh, or at least a little bit more, to maybe six pitchings um, early in the season. Six pitchers early in the season. If that's the case, this is exciting. Uh, you know, I just get excited about this team. This team has always been something that's been a great passion. Watch this team in the 90s like everybody else did. Uh, we grew up watching Yankees. I remember uh, sitting down and, and watching many family dinners with the Yankees game in the background. To me, it's always been something that has been t- brought a lot of passion. And, I, you know, there's very few people I look at as being a, a legit hero as my childhood. And Jeffrey Mayer is one of those guys that I've always looked at as an admiration that he stuck his glove over the wall and got that home run for the Yankees. To me, he's still one of my MVPs of my childhood. So it's really exciting to see this, this team. I agree, man. And I think it would be cool if they did want to give the guys an extra or extra couple of guys a chance by expanding the rotation i mean i I like that uh by the end of the season you want to have it nailed down to five definites but since injuries happen all the time anyway just give them extra rest and if there's the guy you know the difference between three four five and six isn't that much then you're you know you can only benefit yourself unless there's some guys that are bad at taking too long between because there's some guys like that but other than that i like it and one thing i love about the yankees organization they understand one of the most important things and in any sport is you take care of your athletes you make sure that they're taken care of healthy when they're out there i love the yankees to see these guys that are like okay we're gonna pull this guy off because he's not necessarily healthy right now 
and we're going to make sure that he gets a couple days extra rest. Rest, And so you see these guys aren't able to do that. Uh, we've seen it with Stanton. Uh, he has been healthy uh, the last uh, couple seasons completely because of issues that are going on. And sometimes he's played through those issues. But being as, as the, you know, they're protecting his longevity of his career, I love it when the Yankees take care of their players. And to me, that's exactly what's going on here. So, um, and that's why you look at the, the Yankees injury report and it has, you know, almost 15 guys on the injury report. It's because they take care of their guys to make sure that any tweak or any strain or anything that a bump of a knee, a bump of a, a bruise or whatever, it's making sure that it's taken care of. I get excited about the, the coaching staff. Matt Blake is proving to be one of those amazing coaches. I'm, I'm telling you right now, everybody needs to keep an eye on what he does with his bullpen. This is going to be really exciting stuff. A lot of people gave uh, the Yankee organization a lot of shit for bringing him on board because he was a college pitcher um, at TCU and he shouldn't necessarily have been um, brought to the bigs like this. He's a young guy, but that's where I say fuck you guys because the experts are the experts and they're going to be the ones that decide who's in that um, coaching staff. And I'm so glad that Matt Blake is part of this. Me too. I'm excited. He hasn't had a whole lot of time there, so I'm hoping that he's got a foundation laid that's just going to keep building. And I like everything I've heard from the players and uh, like on CC Sabathia's podcast and stuff. I've heard him say nothing but great things about the guy. And uh, I think he can bring a new approach to, to pitching for a lot of guys. So I'm excited. Hell yeah. All right. Well, that wraps it up for our episode here today. We will be back tomorrow to discuss the game against Detroit and also the following day to discuss all the great things that we see from this lineup, from this batting um, batting team. This is the Bronx Bombers. These are the guys that we get excited about. Definitely be ready to watch a lot of home runs this year. It's going to be some fun baseball going on. I am Dave, and this is the Death Star. Thank you for listening. You guys are amazing, and... And I'm Matt. Yankees never stop, neither will we. My name is Mark. Thank you for joining us for the Death Star, a Yankees podcast. This is a daily podcast. We're going to come back after every game, even in the off days. This is the only Yankees podcast that never, ever takes a day off. So thank you for joining us for the Death Star. Flex your nuts.